you are a small business owner and you understand the importance or you want to understand the importance of taking your small business finances seriously, this is going to be the podcast for you. I am discussing budgeting. What does that look like? How do you do it? What are the benefits of doing a budget and how you can actually get started on that today? So if this is you, be sure to listen up, go grab your coffee and let's get going. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know the protocol when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy-to-understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. So what I often find with small business owners is that it's really easy to just get into the day-to-day and not really worry about the future per se. Like we think about the future and I think most small small business owners, we consider the future. We know we want the future to improve. We want our finances to improve. We want to make more money. Those are all, I think, pretty general positive assumptions about most small business owners because you don't do this because you want your finances to be worse. You want them to be better, right? So what I find, though, is that a lot of small business owners don't know what they don't know when it comes to their business finances and not the least of which is not understanding budgeting and forecasting how that can benefit your business. Before I dig into that, though, I have to say the episode before this, which would be episode 21, if you haven't listened to that yet, pause this episode, go back and listen to that one. Because before I dig in too much about budgeting, I want you to have a really good foundation of business finances. And that episode really lays out some basics of business finances that I really think that you're going to need to go listen to. Even if you've been in business for a while, I really believe that you're going to benefit from going and listening to that episode. So pause me now. You can do it. (laughs) Don't keep going. Don't, let's see, what is the monopoly? Don't pass go. Don't collect your, is it $200 or 100? I don't even remember. But anyway, Um, Go listen to it. I know that is going to be beneficial to you. So if you've listened to that, good job. I'm proud of you. We're going to dig into budgeting. So why is budgeting important in your small business? Well, number one, if you don't have a plan with where you're going, then you're probably not actually going to end up where you want to go. What is the saying where it's like, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail? I think that's how it goes. So if you don't have a budget or you don't understand like what that future is supposed to look like, then you're probably not going to hit those goals. Do you have a revenue goal? Do you have a profitability goal? Do you know where you're going in 2023, 2024? 
And if you're really proactive, 2025, by the way, when you start going further out into the future, you're a whole lot less detailed because you don't know as much about what is going to happen. But if you're really being strategic, you're looking out three or five years and trying to understand where is your business going. When you take your business finances that seriously, where you're budgeting and you're looking into the future, you're comparing those numbers month over month. And I can just tell you some amazing things are going to happen. And your business is going to thank you. Your bank account is going to thank you. Um, it's important. It's a really good thing to do. So how do you even start with creating a budget? Because if you've never done this before, I'm just going to guess if you sit down and you're trying to like look at your QuickBooks or your Excel spreadsheet and magically wave this wand to create some numbers, that's not going to happen. It's, I wish it did. That'd be amazing but it's not going to. <laughs> it's not going to happen that way. So what do you do? Well, first of all, you have to look at your revenue numbers. It all starts with the revenue. What do you think the revenue is going to be? You can look historically to see maybe if you're cyclical or seasonal and you know that you have some ups and downs within your revenue throughout the year. And um, if you're in retail, um, maybe the fall is really strong for you. Fall and into the, the beginning parts of winter going into Christmas. But maybe it falls off after Christmas for a couple months and comes back, say, in March. Because that by that time, people have gotten their tax returns done. They have some extra cash and they're ready to shop again. I don't know. Every business is going to be different. So you're going to have to look to see what are your trends. And the best way to do that is look historically to see where have you been and what normally happens. Also look to see where are the biggest months that you have the biggest jumps. Maybe, you know, March is just this gangbusters year every year. You have huge, strong growth in the month of March or maybe for some reason, summer's amazing. Maybe if you are a business that really deals in tourism and travel, then the summer months are really great because people are traveling then. And so you see the biggest increases in those months. But you're going to have to look at your numbers and just analyze them and see what's normal in the past because that is going to impact how you create your budget. You know, we start at kind of a bigger picture. So we may look at a big number initially for revenue, but then we need to figure out month over month what those revenue numbers are going to be. The other thing that you've got to do when it comes to revenue is, let's say you hit a million last year. The year before, your revenue was 750000 So you can look to see what that percentage growth is year over year. And maybe that's a comfortable growth for you. And you know that you can hit those numbers. Well, can I challenge you to look at that and say, well, I know every year I grow 25%. I think I'm going to try and hit 40% this year. Like it's a bit of a stretch goal, but let's see if we can do it. Because if you set the bar at a certain height, and, and that's your goal. 25% is your goal because you know every year it's 25%, 25%. If you don't try to aim for 40 or 50% or maybe more, I don't know what makes sense for you. If you're not aiming for, for more, you're not going to get more. You're just not. So if I can challenge you, make it a stretch goal. Don't make this like something that's easy. Challenge yourself, especially if you're trying to grow. If you're not trying to grow and you're just trying to be consistent every year, then honestly, a budget would be pretty easy because you can literally look at last year, make a few minor tweaks, particularly on the cost side, and you're done. I mean, it would probably be an exercise under an hour that you could put your budget together, maybe even 30 minutes if that's what you're looking for. But if you're listening to my podcast, I'm guessing that's not you. <laughs> I'm guessing if you're here and you are investing in yourself and you're trying to grow your mind and trying to grow your understanding of business finances, then you're also trying to grow your business. 
Hey, real quick, I wanted to pause the show to make sure that you know about the two-day business growth intensive that's coming up July 13th and 14th in Northwest Houston, Texas. You are absolutely going to want to be there. We're going to be talking about business and growth and how you can really up-level your game in so many ways. You'll be around entrepreneurs that are just like you, looking to grow their businesses and able to leverage from their own experience and grow your business as a result of those relationships. If you haven't done so, go to warroomhouston.com for all the details. I'll also include a podcast that I did specifically about all the details of what's going to happen at this two-day business growth intensive. So suffice it to say, you are going to want to be there. So go ahead and go to warroomhouston.com now, and we can't wait to see you then. So stretch your goal. Look to see what really would be amazing if I hit this. I may not hit it, but I'm sure as heck going to try. I'm going to aim for it. And you might be surprised at what you can do. So once you have your total revenue goal, you're going to need to look and break it down by month. Break it down by dollar amount. January to December, what is your goal going to be per month? Make it realistic as far as what you know is going to happen based on those historical trends of months where you have the most revenue. If you hardly have any revenue in the month of January, obviously don't make that a big revenue month because that's literally not going to happen. But if January is an amazing month and you always hit hundred grand and you're like, I'm looking for a 40% increase this year. I'm going to make my goal for January 140,000. And that's going to be what we're, what we're, what we're aiming for. So then from there, we start looking at the other cost. and I'm not going to get into cost of sales, cost of goods sold, etc. We're really just going to look at overall expenses. If you do have cost of goods sold, then you should know what your gross margin will be, what your, what your target goal is. If so, that's pretty easy to do a calculation to figure out Um, what your cost of goods sold is, which dumps into your gross margin below that on your spreadsheet. And then from there, we're looking at overhead costs. What other labor costs do you have? What software costs do you have? Do you have rents? Do you have utilities that you pay every month? Is there a percentage of training that you do every month? Or maybe there's some seminars that you hit every month or every year. Um, You're just going to look to see what other costs you have. The best thing to do is look at your profit and loss. From the prior year, prior quarter is also a good uh, window to look at. And just look to see what are those numbers. I like to look at those numbers as a percentage of revenue is one way to look at it. Um, because typically if you've if you've usually spent a particular percentage and that ties back to revenue, it's going to be a good starting point. It may not be exact, but it'll at least get you started in the right direction to kind of know what those costs are going to be. And we can get a little bit more detailed, if you will, on this. So if you have a little bit more of an understanding of business finance, then what I'm going to say next is going to make more sense. If it doesn't, that's okay. Don't, I don't want to lose you on this, but there is a difference between fixed and, um, I guess, variable cost, fixed and variable. Variable is, it is going to fluctuate with how much you sell. Fixed costs stay the same. The best example I can give for you is a fixed cost would be rent. Rent is always going to be five grand a month or whatever your number is, regardless of how much you sell. It's a fixed cost. It is what it is. It's not going to change. And typically utilities are the same. They fluctuate a little bit, but it doesn't fluctuate based on sales. So then you have some costs that do fluctuate with sales that are variable. Those are typically going to be the ones that are tied to labor or supplies, things that you have to have to actually provide that service. So when you're looking at how much these costs are as it, tie, as it ties to revenue, and be aware of whether or not it's fixed or variable and overlay that into your budget as well. So then once you get that done, 
you should have, which by the way, I didn't say this in the beginning, that the easiest thing, especially if you're in QuickBooks, is dump out your profit and loss from QuickBooks into Excel with all your categories and then make a copy of it or zero out all of your amounts and then use that as your template to start because you're probably going to use the same categories moving forward. And then that way you're not having to type it all out and start from scratch. It'll be a little bit easier for you to actually build this budget. And then the other thing I like to do is have other work. So we'll have like a summary worksheet with the main budget and I'll have subcategories. So I'll have a tab for revenue. I'll have a tab for you know, other areas, maybe figuring out labor, you know, maybe I know I'm gonna have to hire some people. And so I'll have a tab specifically for that to understand which positions am I going to need to fill. If I hit this growth, when is that going to make sense? Budgeting can be complex. This is why typically business owners are not doing this themselves. And if they are, um, they either have a financial background, or they have somebody like us helping them build these budgets, because they can be complex. This is not uh, simple stuff. Um, I know when I was in corporate and we would do budgets every fall, it was such a process because we had to bring in all the managers. We had to have all these discussions about where we're going, what we're doing. And I had to pull all together with a ton of spreadsheets that all tied together to create this big master spreadsheet and then make revisions. And it was normally a 60 day process just to, to put together the budget for the next year. So it is a lot that goes into this. Um, So I'll just say, as kind of a side note, you probably aren't going to do this yourself, but this will at least help you understand how to do it, like big picture, because if you can understand it from 30,000 or 20,000 feet, it's going to help you um, to know like how to partner with a CPA or a CFO or something like that. So once you get these subcategories, like you understand how much you're budgeting for revenue, how much you're budgeting for expenses. Then from there, you should be able to put it into your profit and loss and know what the next year is going to look like. Then you know, especially if you've done this by month, which I recommend that you do, then you can compare it to what actually happens. So let's just say you were really proactive and at the end of 2022, you put a budget together. Then you know what that budget is by month and you know how much profit you should have by month, you should be able to put this into your accounting software. At the very least, you should be able to side-by-side have a printout of what actually happened in your profit and loss, what what was supposed to happen according to your budget, and compare those two. And then you can line item by line item. Okay, I was off on revenue by 20%. What happened? Well, I didn't get enough leads in. My sales team wasn't doing what they were supposed to do. Maybe you had to let a salesperson go. And so you had a position that was open in that month, but now that position's filled. So that should be back on track. Maybe you had, uh, your expenses were too high. Your profitability, your revenue was there. It was on target. Everything was perfect. Your gross margin was perfect. Everything looks great. But you weren't as profitable. Your net income wasn't as good because you decided to, at the last minute, do a training that you know is really going to help your business moving forward. And so you had some travel costs associated with that. You know, maybe you had to go on, on site for a couple of days to do this training and it costs five grand and you didn't budget that five grand, but you know, it's going to be really beneficial. And so you feel good about that, but you can look at it and know where the differences were and you can feel confident about that, or you can tweak it and make adjustments. Right. But again, if you're not measuring these things, then you're not sure. You just look at these numbers and go, I mean, I think that's okay, but I don't know. Is it okay? I have no idea. So being able to compare Each line item, budget to actual, is going to be a really big deal. 
And then as you go on, what you probably want to do is revise that budget with a forecast. A forecast is really a revision to a budget. The budget is kind of is what it is. A forecast gets revised typically every quarter for new developments. So maybe all of a sudden the industry has really cooled off and you don't aren't getting as many sales. So you don't think that you're actually going to hit um, your budget numbers. Let's say end of April, you're reviewing everything. You're like, no, this a lot has changed. We're not going to hit those numbers. You revise those numbers into the future, uh, second, third, and fourth quarter, um, based on new knowledge that you have. And then you can compare the actual financials to the forecasted numbers. But it is a bit of a work in process throughout the whole year. A budget um, kind of, again, is set in stone, quote unquote. Uh, That forecast does get revised, but you do want to revise those numbers because it is going to change. I mean, nothing is static. (laughs) You know, things do new, they are fluid. Um, Maybe you hire a new salesperson and they're just killing it. They're bringing in so much new business. Well, if they're bringing in a ton of new business that you didn't really account for in your budget, then you're going to need to revise that so that you can get a better picture of what things look like. Because if you're bringing in a whole lot more revenue, well, you're probably going to have to hire some new employees or you're going to have to Um, maybe your software costs go up or something like that. You do have some additional costs that go up as a result of increased revenue. So you'll have to look at that and make revisions accordingly throughout the year. So in recap, you want to be looking at the budget actual monthly, um, making revisions to it as new developments take place, especially if they're big developments. And then the budget needs to be done on an annual basis with revisions at a minimum every quarter which is called a forecast. So when you start looking at these numbers and you make it a practice that you're looking at this monthly, it is going to change how you view your business. It is going to change how you manage your business. It's going to give you the tools that you need to make best choices for you. Um, I highly recommend a budget when we kind of start working with someone on the CFO level, chief financial officer level. A budget is where we start. We make sure that the financials look good, that they're clean, we've got good data. And then second step is let's create a budget because we really have to have that vision of where we're moving forward. It's really important, like monthly financials, you're looking in the rear view and that's fine. You need to know what happens. But the the most powerful thing that you can do is look in the front windshield, looking in the future. Where are you going? What does that look like? What are the choices and decisions that I need to make as a business owner to impact that future? If I'm trying to hit a million this year and last year I only met, you know, half a million in revenue, I'm going to have to make some pretty big plays to make that growth, to double my business year over year. 200% growth. That's huge. It'd be amazing that you're not going to do that if you've done what you've always done. So if you're wanting something different, you have to do something different. So if you've not ever looked at your budget numbers, you've never built a budget, then I would strongly suggest that you do that. If you would like help with that, or if you have questions on how to do this, or if it makes sense for you and your business, then I would love to chat with you about that. Um, You can click on the website in the show notes where um, you go to my firm website, phillipsbusinessgroup.com, and you can schedule a time with me. I believe the only calendar link in there is tied to tax. That's okay. It will still get you on my calendar if you use that link to book with me. 
Um, you can also call us and talk to my office manager and get on my calendar that way. That is also a great way to be able to just, you know, have a free consultation with me. Um, if I can help you, I'll tell you that. If I can't or if it doesn't make sense to go this route with this level of um, CFO high level value add service, I'll let you know that. Um, but feel free to schedule a time. I'd love to talk to you, see how we can help, see how we can help your business get to the next level. Um, and with that said, I hope you have really found a lot of value in this um, episode. I'm having a whole lot of fun sharing these kind of tips and tricks and strategies and all the things when it comes to small business finances. So stay tuned. I'm going to have even more episodes coming up that I know that you're going to find a lot of value in. And as always, if you have found a lot of value, share this episode with your business bestie, with a person that you know has a small business and really needs to be taking their finances up a level. They need to understand more about what's going on with their business. I would absolutely love it if more people understood their business finances. That's why I do this because I think that too many business owners really don't know what's going on when it comes to the, their finances and the business. So share this episode, go and leave me a review. That's another way that you can bless me so much. Leave me a five-star review. Let me know how much you love the show because the more people um, leave reviews and things like that, the more people actually get word of my podcast. That's kind of how the algorithm works. Um, they'll send it to more people if you actually give me some love and give me a five-star review. So with that said, um, I've had so much fun today and I hope you had have too. So I cannot wait until next time and we'll talk soon.